Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. And... Yeah, they it just would go off. It'd be frightening. I wouldn't, you know. Wow. I'd uh, I want to have my own security with me. <laughs> reminds me of the old. It would be amazing. Reminds me of the old joke on the Simpsons. Are these Brazilian nuts? In Brazil, we just call them nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like to do, boys? Yep. I don't know which ground it is, and maybe our listeners can help us out. But I want to go to the so west. It, it can't be a bucket list because it you is. don't even I know no, what it is. No, no, you'll understand when I say it's 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 one of those great ports in in the West Indies. I want to go there and watch Port it. Elizabeth, Tawny, Tawny Port. I want to get on the uh, the hill where they have the the inflatable swimming pool. Sit in that all day and drink rum. You shan't be sitting anywhere near a pool with your shirt off. You shan't be doing it. Why not? I want to see you because jump out of the grandstand a la Greg Ritchie <laughs> and <laughs> spill onto the pitch. <laughs> that pool will be green. That water will be green by the time I get out of that at the end of the day. What is your bucket list sporting venue and which contest do you want to see? Uh, 0457 736 736. Scottish accents have been voted the sexiest accent in the world. What? I, I don't get that. No, neither do I. Can you do one for us? Hey, what? That's a pirate. Scottish pirate. Those days, yeah, they would have uh, had boats. I'm Sean Connery, yeah. the, oh, the, the Scottish oh, oh. pirate. I reckon the the least sexist. We should talk about the least sexist. It's got to be and mate, your bride, Badge Beck, beautiful lady, ba- Badge Beck. No, Sats. No, that's my bride to be. She's from Manala <laughs> in Queensland. No, Beck. A, a Beck Kiwi accent. It's just not sexy. South Kiwi accents are good. Are they? Because they've got a Scottish. They've got a Scottish. Are they different? They're not different. They are. The bottom of the south, the south of New Zealand, have got the they've got the Scottish influence and the Irish influence. They all moved down there because they had good soil to go grow spuds. So they've got the <laughs> Irish and Scottish what? influence, and so what? they roll their arras. The South Island, mm. the bottom of the South Island. She's down near Dunedin. So you know, Perth, Perth's got a bit of an accent. There's a lot, lot, bit sort of Kiwi or so do you Queenslanders. So do you, you Queenslanders have? We a, do not. You that. do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just a problem with the English language. I'm getting confused. What about South African? Oh yeah, that's not. Sexy. That's difficult. That's difficult my, to understand. Not my cup of tea. Mm. Uh, least sexist. And accent. They're always yelling at you. Sorry, are they? When they talk. Maybe that's just you, Badge. You just sound angry. Hey, Adam Peacock will join us live from Combank Stadium, formerly Bank West Stadium in Sydney. Do we have to keep saying, every time we say Combank Stadium, we have to say formerly Bank West Stadium? Or do you think people are just... Just for the time being, you do. People aren't stupid. Just to educate people. They play Western a lot of Sydney Stadium. Okay, Matildas versus Brazil uh, game there tonight. Adam Peacock will join us from there. Chris Nelson's back. Isn't he walking around 
like John Wayne in a Western at the moment. He got He's walking around I like Adam I, Peacock. Honestly, I followed a his peacock. tips. I don't think he got any right. He, he did, mate. He, he, did. he did. He did. He got about three out no. of four on the weekend. He did, mate. Trust me. I Emerald backed... Kingdom, Star Tontes, Gravina, none of them. I backed one of them, and I ignored one of them that beat what I backed. Pondus. No, there was none of them. Okay. Well, anyway. Okay. Uh, Satch, you want to talk about this one? I'm the one who's broke after following his tips, <laughs> I should know. <laughs> you, you made a cup of tea last week when he gave out his tips. I did there, yeah, true. Uh, sports update for Farmers Business Network. October sale on now. Order online with confidence, fbn.com slash direct. So that's just something you want to have a chat about tonight, the NRL considering a rookie draft. Yeah, there's some pros and cons about a rookie draft, and it's probably a little bit confusing to talk at, at nauseam about. There's a lot of moving pieces when it comes to a draft, and we don't understand the draft per se when it comes to rugby league because it's not part of our landscape. It's a it's a US model and, of course, the AFL use it and it does get confusing. But when you look at junior rookies, that means your players that are 17, 18, coming out of school, uh, where do they go? Does the draft – well, the draft does stop play, uh, clubs signing players, young players en masse. Is that something the game needs? Is it something that we have to try and push those better players towards – the bottom place clubs to strengthen their longevity. So, yeah, it's it's something definitely worth talking about at NRL level, I think. I know you'd be a bit concerned, and, and there would be some concern, Sats, around uh, where's the incentive mm. for clubs to continue developing players and, and spending money in the grassroots and bringing all these yeah. kids through? Mm. Where's the incentive for them to do that? At, at the moment, there is a good incentive there because you can get those kids in your system and, and look after them, and hopefully you keep them before the likes of the rich clubs come along and pilfer them. So, you know, in a couple of good examples, I think Andrew Abdo gave these today, Sam Walker, Joseph Sawali ended up at the um, at the Roosters. Um, you know, that's that's the sort of thing they're trying to avoid. I don't know if a draft does it. I, I just... Or, or, or would it be more like a... Tra- oh, no. Nah, transfer system, but no. Nah. Well, yeah, the, with a junior draft, a junior development will be, as you're saying, Badger, will be forgotten per se. You know, you, there won't be a lot of money thrown into junior development. Well, what, what if you get first dibs at a number of players in your area sets? Well, that's got to be one of the, I think, that's got to be one of the, uh, the credentials that falls in favour of a, a club that hosts a certain junior development region. Now, yeah. the argument to that, Badge, is that if you're the Roosters, you say, hang on a sec, we don't have any junior development. In our region, so no, yours, is bigger, region, than ours. yours is bigger than get, ours. Yours is bigger than ours. But everyone gets a region. I've been sort of, I, I did talk to this years ago with David Smith about it, the former CEO. Mm. So everyone gets a region. You give, you divide up, you know, certain areas. You can get a small part of, of uh, in, in country New South Wales, a big part in country New South Wales. That's a big area. You get a huge area of that. That's the Roosters. And maybe, you know, just uh, a little part, you know, central western. In Queensland, you get that, and then they they work out a way to to divvy up all of these areas so that then those these clubs are all paying attention to them, and those juniors that come out of there, they get first dibs at them. They go, okay, you can have each year you can have three to five players out of your area, the rest of them go into the draft. Mm. Yeah, you know, and that then, yeah, it will, and I mean, it's such an self indulged game, rugby league, so that. There'll be arguments around initially, and that's longevity. It's your, it's your role to develop that region, make it stronger. You know, the argument that yeah. will come back is well, we've got region A, you've got region B, but region B is stronger than region A when it comes to the yeah. talent of players. So there's, 
Yeah, I, well, I don't know how we get to the other side. Wouldn't of... that be your goal to, if you know, if, if it based roughly on number of junior players that is divided up pretty evenly, wouldn't that be your goal to spend time and bring all those kids through long term over the next five, ten, fifteen years? But if you can only keep three of them and the others are going to go into the draft, you're developing each them year, for someone else each year. Mm. I mean, oh, the, I don't know if it's three or five or yeah, fifty. I don't know what the yeah, number is, but the, the pros and cons of it. All, the pro, the pros are that it it spreads the talent, and the bottom place teams get first dibs at some of the best talent in the country. Mm. So mm. longevity wise, it does strengthen your club. The cons I feel is as as you've already alluded to, the the junior development will be forgotten in relation to putting money in the grassroots. What's the point? Yeah. And the only incentive is that you are a young player that's 16, 17, and you train yourself to the point where you want to be part of the draft. Now, in the in the NFL, for example, not every player becomes part of the draft. You've got to be accepted as part of the draft. So the, the incentive is to train to be part of the draft. And I feel as though there might be a lot of players that would probably be left out and we, we would forget about. So... Mm. Yeah, I, look, I tend to think you're better off having clubs all aspiring to have a fantastic junior development yeah. um, program like the Panthers, for example. Um, that you, you, you want clubs to aspire to that, not just to keep all their money and go, we're just going to handpick the best. Mm. And some clubs decided many years ago to do that. Don't spend money on junior development. We'll just buy the best kids. Um, and, you know, mentioned a couple already yeah. tonight. I think we've got a really good model at the moment where I think every club should be linked to the second tier, New South Wales Cup, Queensland Cup, put, be forced to put money and better fund those clubs. Mm. Then they've got their under-21s competitions. Continue to fund through those. And any of those junior representatives, just transfer fees for players that come out of those those teams, those junior rep teams and those second-tier teams and under-21s mm. teams, the dollar, the, you know, the dollar reward or, and compensate clubs for development. Mm. Mm. Uh, some thoughts there if you've got some thoughts around a possible NRL rookie draft love to hear them 0457 736 736 very quickly we've got to go to a break Cogra Oval Grandstand uh, great news today to be named after Norm Proven which is good news Beauty. and uh, when there's good news there's always bad news around the corner uh, Ben Stokes it's official he's coming <laughs> for the Ashes <laughs> and we better talk to a man who's played in plenty of Ashes Ian Healy very soon and just uh, on our text line 0457 736 736 in relation to the Illawarra or Illawarra players or Dragons players. Yep. Because mm-hmm. that's the studio that he's coming out of, Badge. Uh, we've got a text here. My dad always used to say when the Steelers had a bad day, when Neil Pinchinelli, Neil Pinchinelli was off his game, he's been on the skooies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's our, that's our sports <laughs> update for Farmers Business Network. October sale on now. Order online with confidence, fbn.com slash direct. This is Sports Day for Kia. The new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed, and Ian Healy joins us next. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Sats for your uh, Tuesday night. Non-Tuesday, teamless Tuesday, we call it throughout the footy season. Can we, we're allowed to do that, aren't we, boys? Mm, Whatever we, we like. Okay. Hey, um... Big news for English uh, cricket supporters. Don't know about for Aussie cricket fans. Well, I'm excited because you want to see the best players going at each other from December 8th no, at the Gabba for the Ash. I do. No, you want the worst players out. No. You want the best players out oh, so you can you smash them. them. Yeah. You, you blokes do. But the man I'm about to talk to wants to play against the best to be the best. Ian Healy, welcome to Sports Day. I'm right, aren't I, mate? 
Jason, don't put words in my mouth, mate. I'm with Fats. <laughs> Sophie, stay home. Yeah, so, exactly. Oh. And Joffre Archer, don't get any ideas that your elbow coming <laughs> you know, because he, he would love playing in Australia as oh. well. Now, Heels, we keep hearing stories with this announcement of Ben Stokes about the effect that he has on the players around him, driving standards up. Uh, is he that much of an influence on this English side? Yes, I think he would be. Um, he... He's li- he's lived and breathed a lot of time with Warney, so Warney, you know, and that's like an Ian Botham type model, mm. where, where he he gives other players confidence just by being in the team. Now, even if his you know left index finger doesn't really come up and uh, and he's not as effective with the bat, he'll be he'll be you know athletic in the field. He'll be able to bowl with his right arm and support the three quicks that were going to be without him. Uh, and and still encourage and lead. So, but I'd expect him to be, you know, almost fully fit, even even if he's short of a run. But it's only in July that he that he stopped playing. He was captain of England in July. So so he'll be right. He's, he should be fresh. He's dealt with his mental issues, if whatever they were. I think it was just fatigue, probably, and physical injuries. So operations done, and he's back. Now, what they look at was Stuart Broad, Jimmy Anderson. They're the other two frontline bowlers, aren't they? Now you throw Benny Stokes yeah. into the equation, and Michael Vaughan, their former great skipper, has said, "I was always going to be a five-nil victory to Australia with the squad they're taking out." How much does that change now if Michael Vaughan had his time over again with Stokes in the side? Yeah, he'd be saying it's three-two either way. I reckon, mm. um, and because you've got another fella called uh, Ollie Robinson, who's who's a real tall thing that r- really hits the pitch. He should enjoy bowling as well as, as Broad and Anderson, um, and they're going to need to be better. Broadie and, and uh, Anderson haven't been super successful in Australia, so they're going to need to come with a lot of energy. Uh, then Robinson, then Stokes to back all that up. And then the spinners need a bit of a hand, but then Stokes in the batting order gives Joe Root another uh, another lung. You know, he gives him a lot of confidence. He's been, I think, he's probably the number one batsman in the world at the moment. Joe Root, with the twelve months he's had, uh, and he too is looking for better performances in Australia. Um, but but their top order is really shaky. Root's been holding it together, and their middle order is not bad with Butler and Bairstow. So Stokes fits beautifully into that as well. That hundred he made, I, I don't know whether you blokes watched much of it in 2019. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, it's a very famous hundred. He made 135 and won them the game. You know, having been in super trouble when he went in, it's an incredible innings. I would say maybe in the top three innings in Ashes history, that's what he can do. Oh, wow, wow, well, well. Now tell me, you you were only joking about Joffre Archer, weren't you? He's not. There's no chance of him. Changing his mind too and saying he's okay. Well, not not that we know of. We think he's not coming, but he might a... really pump some anti-inflammatories into that elbow, <laughs> and out he comes as well. He's so, frightening, um, isn't he? You know, but you, yeah, he can be. You know, and and he's he's experienced in Australia because he's played in our Big Bash uh, for a fair few years, three years maybe. Uh, he'll be chomping at the bit to get out to Perth and Brisbane and, and these wickets where he can really get it at the throat of the batsman, you know. So, so uh, yeah, we haven't heard of any inkling of him being able to get here. Yeah, so the first test uh, early December at the Gabba, which you must be pleased to have heard that. There was a lot of debate around, could they, would they come to Queensland first because they've, they've got a quarantine and they're saying we'll have two tests in Sydney. It's outstanding news, isn't it? Uh, we got last week that they're definitely coming to the Gabba first up. 
Yeah, yeah, because there were some options for them now. Um, they didn't have to quarantine. They go to Sydney. They don't have to quarantine, do they? They, they can, no, they they can roam. And they could, you know, but they still decided we're coming to the Gold Coast. We're going to quarantine. We're going to quarantine or, or yeah, yeah, quarantine because they're bringing two teams. They're bringing the young Lions team, and so they've got an opponent in within the hub in the bubble that they can play against. So training will be great, um, and they're going to give themselves time to acclimatise to Australia. Uh, the weather, let alone the pitches, and and the last time they did that, they won. Uh, out here under Andrew Strauss. So they're finally going to give themselves a month's preparation and maybe a bit more than that before the first test in December 8. So that's a good thing for them. It's a good cricketing move. It's a good health move. And it should set their tour up very well. And Stokes is going to need it um, with uh, the lack of game fitness that he will have coming to Australia. Now, it's the first time he's played an Ashes series in Australia. Uh, Heels 2013. He debuted at Adelaide. And... Um, he missed the seventeen eighteen series. So first time in Australia with an Ashes series for nearly ten years. Does that play much of a part with a different climate, different pitches, whatever that may be? Oh, he's he's used to that. Um, I reckon it'll fire him up. You know, they're really desperate for you know good performances. He's made a century against Australia in Perth, so he's one that has got a century. Joe Root, for example, hasn't got a test mm. century here. Um, so, so um, he'll be fired up. I think it'll fire Australia up as well. It just makes the clash a lot more meaty. Um, Stokes, he'll always be classified as short of a run until he gets into the Test series. You know, you, you don't duplicate Test uh, atmosphere uh, without playing it. You know, so. But I don't think he, I think he's a natural type player that doesn't need a whole lot of preparation. He could come in and fly by the seat of his pants and perform very much like Ian Botham. You know, come He's out Kiwi and hit too. the ball hard. Yeah, he born in New Zealand and his dad played rugby league for New Zealand. Um, and so when he was out here in that 2013, uh, oh, he was he was trying to play the tough guy, you know, and, <laughs> and the Australians were good enough. They could just laugh at him. I don't think they'll be laughing at him a bit these days. So he'll be out here to enforce... And, and he, you know, he'll be okay with the conditions and capable of handling it all. Yeah, it's exciting. Now, we spoke to uh, Joey Burns yesterday around Will Pukowski and, of course, that 10th that, uh, concussion that he's had in a training mishap last week. Uh, are we hearing about what's going to happen with Pukowski and what that opening partnership may look like when it comes Ashes time? No, we're not. Um, it's way up in the air. Now, Pukowski... I think they start a shield game tomorrow that he yep. wasn't available for against New South Wales. And then there's one next week in back in Victoria. So the two COVID lockdown states playing against each other back-to-back. He can play next week from all reports. So all eyes will be on him, of course. Um, Burnsy, Burnsy wouldn't have given him much. Eh? He would have told you, no, nah, he's really struggling. He was and very he, empathetic, yeah. he was, actually. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, the voodoo doll. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, no, it's all up in the air. Kawaja batted as convincingly as he ever has last week. So, the, you know, the, there's two spots up at grabs. There's number five and there's number one. And then, of course, David Warner, if he comes back and can't get himself back into form, you know, there's a number two spot that they'll be scrutinising as well. So all the batsmen should be very motivated and excited about any time they get to the middle, make it count. Hills, I keep getting rubbish by these two blokes because Badge reckons I want to kick Warner out of the Australian team. You do. How many more chances does he get at uh, T20 level? 
uh, two. Two more. I, I reckon um, in this World Cup. In, in, they've got an incredibly hard uh, draw. Like it's like Scotland and Namibia qualified and went into the other pool, right? Mm. Guess who our pool qualifiers were? Mm. Sri Lanka and Bangladesh. <laughs> Both of them can beat us. <laughs> so our pool, all five teams are incredibly tough, right? So we've, we've won one. Um, I, I just want to make sure David's form is better than it has been and his energy and his uh, ethic is you know, high, high energy. And he was in the first game. His, his enthusiasm around the field, excellent. So, so he's gonna, he's gonna have a presence. But I'd say we can't have him failing dismally too many more times. In, that's in this World Cup. Then, and especially Finchie, if Finchie, the captain who's straight out of hospital can't get going, mm. you know, they're putting too much pressure on this quite a flamboyant middle order that we've got. Mm. But they, our flamboyant middle order had to block it last the other mm. day, and we struggled to chase down 119 because of the top order pressure of failures. So that's I, I wouldn't be giving him um, unlimited scope at the top of the order there. Jace, I'm with you. And then, of course, you get back to Australia. Uh, these guys, I think they've got time for one or two Shield games where he can really get back to the red ball. And then... You know, test match form will come under the microscope and he mightn't have too long. You know, batsmen can lose their eye and that's one thing. It's a, it's a physical or physiological thing. Their, their reflex is an eye and then your heart and head. Your heart's got to be in it if you're going to face someone bowling at you at 145 k's an hour and you need to make decisions on where you're going to score. And if you're not quite into it, you're going to get found out. And, uh, I don't think he's there yet, but it happens quickly. Let's hope he gets some runs, hey, because an informed Dave Warner looks good for the T20 World Cup and also the Ashes ahead. And let's hope the Gold Coast nightclubs do their bit too to unsettle the Poms when they arrive here in a couple of weeks' time, Eels. That could rattle them a bit. Yep. There could be a few punch-ups yep. outside uh, shooters or wherever they go. Yeah, around the falafel joints, you know, like the Richmond Tigers, <laughs> you know, in, in service. And and traditionally, the England cricket team have been a pretty easy target. Oh, so absolutely. We'll see what sort of discipline they cut. They, they love it. They get out and about and love. <laughs> uh, they just love life, and they've got a good attitude to playing cricket. Well, so, they just create so, another, yeah, they might have to curb that. Will they just create another Barmy Army over here with oh. expats that are living here, you think, yeah, Eels? Yeah. yeah, they've worked on it for about a year. Um, Australian-based Pommies and Australian-based Barmy Army uh, has been worked on, and I think there's they're, they're queuing up. But the pressure on tickets to Australia when they can do it and they know how they're going to do it are, are high. They're, they're ready to flood in. So uh, yeah, it should be good exciting. atmosphere. Ah, Hilsey, can yeah, I just no. ask you something? Are you a vegetarian? <laughs> I'm not. Oh, okay. No. no, when you said... We all call yeah. them. We call them kebab joints. But I thought if you're a vegetarian, yeah, I couldn't think. I couldn't think of what I normally do. <laughs> what, what are I'm you? not thinking straight when I'm outside one of those joints. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no one is. <laughs> I thought you'd. I thought you'd be a pizza slice guy. Heels. That surprised me. You'd no, do the kebab. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. No, right. I was just. My reference was Richmond Tigers. You know, and they had a yes, blue yes, out, yes, front, yes. out of front of the surface. You know, that's all. Hey. I, I'd probably be Macca's. Since I've been 24 hours, I go to Macca's. Speaking Jace's language. Hey, well, Jace has been asking our cricket guests and also some of the, uh, the yes. listeners over the last few days if you had in T20 World Cup final, you got one over left, you need 20 runs. In the history of the game, across all continents, who's the player that you're sending in? To bat. To bat. 
Mm. You mean to that? Yeah. Yep. How many have we got to get? 20. 20. Jeez, well, you know one of these World Cups, right? This T20 World Cup, oh, about th- three ago, Ben Stokes was bowling to Carlos Brathwaite. Yes. And he took him for five sixes. Yes. So, yeah. so, so I, I'd be, I'll be putting him on my list. Um, <laughs> I think at the moment, jeez. Can be pass um, play too. Heels could have been. I said Simon O'Donnell. Yeah, Scoob would be good. I said um, Michael Bevan. They got poo-pooed. Oh, he, he's yeah, no, he's a bit too he's a bit too uh, cumulative. He's not about not a six hitter. What about Viv? Uh, need, I, I, I threw up Viv Richards, Viv but uh, yeah, but um, uh, Joey Burns said, "Who's that?" Yeah, now he said half the blokes wouldn't yeah, know yeah, who he yeah. is. And I went, "Oh, you're kidding!" Yeah, no, Burns he can't remember past 1999. <laughs> so that's his memory span, right? So, so uh, he's from my club, and he just he always hammers me about that. Um, uh, oh, look, uh, you know, it's a good six hitter, Kyron Pollard, uh, the current blokes. You know, Andre Russell. What uh, about these, these blokes can just slam it? What about the late and, great and Gale in his peak? Yes, mm. Gale in his peak. I can go back a bit, can I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, any era. Chris Gale would. Gale would be yeah. a good one. What about the Dougie late Walters? I'm going. Oh yes. <laughs> what about the late? What about the late great Dean Jones? Dino, um, I, I wouldn't. I'd have him in any team that I've, I'm in. But he, he's a again, he's a sneak. He's a run sneak. <laughs> uh, doesn't hit big sixes until he's about 120, um, and and he just runs you off your feet. So so no, I wouldn't put him in for a final over dash. Jesus, uh, there's, there's a few. There's a <laughs> left hand. Uh, what about Sats' oh, yeah, suggestion of Greg Shippard? I saw Greg Shepard <laughs> four days to get 51. And Dirk Well, imagine those two batting together. <laughs> and uh, on the fourth afternoon, he raised his bat. He's, he's very proud of his 52. <laughs> All right, Hill. Jeffrey Boycott. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, oh, Boyks is another one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, mate, we better let you go. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, for... uh, yeah. It, it just oh, depends who's them. bowling. That's another thing, you know. Yes. T20 is all about matchups. So no matter who you send in, I'll have a bowler that he doesn't like, and I'm putting him on. Yeah, there you go. You yeah. know that sort of stuff. So, it, oh, hills. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's good fun. We can't wait. The Poms are in town in around about two weeks' time. So get those night. No, November four. Is that right? That's only late next week. Well, yeah, end of yeah, next week. On your doorstep. Oh, geez, mate. We'll get oh, yeah. those nightclubs ready for them, ready to go. All the yep. wives will yep. be at, no Please doubt, do. Pacific Fair and all that sort of stuff. Beauty uh, salons. Beauty, yeah. all that theme parks, you name this it. Is, yeah, this is not such a cricket thing, but it would be a rugby league thing. When you arrive at the hotel, just put a pile of drink cards in there. You know, the, <laughs> the rugby, the leggies would love that. We used to cricket do that when players used, clubs used to come and play us <laughs> yeah. in the Gold Coast Chargers <laughs> in 1997. We used to have the Shooters girls. Used to wait at the yeah. airport and gave them all drink cards before they even got to the hotel. <laughs> or, oh yeah, and we, we stayed. What was that place? We stayed at this place in Narang, and we got there. and We thought, oh, "This is a bit ordinary." Yeah, that was it. The Shooters Girls. They all wait yeah. oh, to meet the guys and take them out. Hellman's Barn. Oh, right. We'll it. leave that conversation there. The barn. Yeah, Mary See, didn't go. It's all been done before. <laughs> get get it on the track again. There you go, Ian <laughs> Healy, exclusively telling us on Sports Day how to unrattle the or rattle the palms yep. uh, ahead of the first test at the Gabba. Thanks for your time on Sports Day, Heels. Cheers, fellas. Bye. This is Sports Day for the new Kia Nero. We better get to a break. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed.
Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Sats here for your Tuesday night. Lots of text messages coming through, boys, by the way. 0457 736 736. Badge coming to us from the St. George Illawarra home studio uh, tonight. I am. So we're after your Dragons and your Steelers' favourite players uh, of all time. So uh, get your text through 0457 736 736. Sporty Gav from Newcastle. Um, he's got a, a couple of says here, is, um, comments here in relation to players and also the Ashes. Uh, hi, Bad Sats and Woogie. I want Glenn Maxwell. I want to see Glenn Maxwell batting for Australia in this year's Ashes series. Ooh. Here are my favourite Dragon Steelers players. Stevie Morris, Craig Young, Brad Mackay, Michael Beattie. He was tough, Michael Beattie. John Dorohy. Mm. And Michael Bolt, Badge, you touched on Michael Bolt, didn't you? He was one of the yep. favourites of the Allura. Yeah, yeah, there's been amazing players over the years, haven't they, for that uh, for those well those clubs, the two separate clubs and the uh and the joint venture and, and some players that played for um for both. Mm. Now we also talk about the the stadiums or that you'd like to see an event at. What's on your bucket list? Now yep. mine's Lambeau Field, uh Badge, I'd love to go to Old Trafford where you've played test matches at. Greatest test mm-hmm. match of all time at Old Trafford, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, apparently. Love to go to Old Trafford. Doesn't matter what I'd watch. I just want to go there. Millennium um, Stadium. Yeah. In Cardiff. That's in Cardiff. Huge. Now, uh, Tigers fan says, Yankee Stadium, Yankees versus Dodgers. Smash out large beers and nachos. You'd be there for that, <laughs> wouldn't you, Woogie? Oh, I've hey? done that there, mate. I've done it. It's Have you really? Can you get tickets? Yeah. How hard would it be to get tickets? It's easy, mate. You just rock up and buy them. I've been to Yankee Stadium, really? the old one and the new one. Really? In fact, Anita, my wife, was on Kiss Cam by herself. Oh, my God. I was getting hot dogs, came back, and she was on the big screen. Mm. You sure she was by herself? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Why? I, I said to her, how do you go on the Kiss screen if you're not kissing someone? Exactly. Just find someone. Uh, Singapore, hey. Singapore F1, Singapore oh, Indy yes. Cars, F1 one week, Indy the next. That would be awesome. Mm. That's the night race. Yeah. That'd be, I'm really looking forward to the, the, the V8 Twilight. Yeah, really this, looking forward yeah. to that. Uh, hi, boys. This, you know, uh, I've never been to Bathurst. Nor have I. That's, uh, yeah. crazy. It should be Bathurst. All I, Aussies should go to Bathurst at I least agree, once. Mm. No showering for four or five days. Yep. Bury your beer in <laughs> August. How good is it? First spirit is at like 8.42 in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a late shift, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from Woz. He says, guys, love the show. Uh, favorite Dragons players. The great Billy Smith. Changa Langlands, a very close second. Now, Billy Smith was one of the great halfbacks of all time. Of all time. And I think he, I think he's not always spoken about in the same length as what we have with some of the great halfbacks of all time. He was a tremendous player badge, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and, and actually played in some of the – and for Australia in some of the grand finals in the centres as well. So really versatile yeah. uh, player. As well. He was Billy Smith. What a rogue. Yeah. What a lovable larrikin. Yeah. Stewie from like Cronulla. Already achieved my bucket list. I saw my team, the Boston Red Sox, play at Fenway Park. Uh, my future bucket list would be to see Aston Villa win the FA Cup at Wembley. Bad, you played at Wembley? Was – yeah. Did you understand the history of it all when you went That was there? a couple of weeks before that great uh, match at Old Trafford. And yeah. um, it was, we had a bit of a shocker, actually. The Poms beat us. Yep. The first time they'd beaten Australia in a long time. Yeah, I did. I did. I, it was, um, it was, it was kind of surreal. It was, it was one of those places you go to go, wow, we are at the home of, you know, the FA Cup. And um, it was quite amazing. And, and, uh, like had the the track going around it. Of course, you um, had to so walk across bit, that when you walked out for yeah. the national anthem, didn't so you? So a bit of a bit of an oval shape, which is not ideal for for league. But yeah, the Palms played really well that uh, that that 
that day and uh, not so much us, but it was great to have played there. Mm. Now we've got Briggsy here. Uh, he said, Briggsy from Huddersfield. He said, my favourite Steelers player is Andy Gregory. Remember him, uh, Badge? Yeah, the rolled, Greg. Up, the old, rolled up uh, sleeves and the uh, and the shorts were all rolled up as well. Yeah. Hey, yeah. legs. Well, I think, <laughs> did he have a couple of seasons at the Steelers? He did, Might yeah. At least yeah, him, one, and, yeah. him and Steve Hampson, the fullback. Remember, they went, That's through the, right. they went through the Panasonic Cup final and Brisbane Broncos beat them. I think it might have been 89, it might have been. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Keep your text messages coming through. Uh, Stephen sent us a text. Filthiest language going around. Dutch. <laughs> we did. We've also asked for unsexy well, accents. Uh, yeah. I don't. That's a bit unfair on the is Dutch. That, yeah. That is. That's the also on the back of heels well. is um, really good interview. David Warner is cooked. Nick from Newcastle says. There he says Mitchell Pierce is as well. There you go. Keep your text coming through. This is Sports Day. Thanks to the new Kia Nero. Uh, Chris Nelson joins us next. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. It's an honour to be in the company of the tipping guru himself, Chris Nelson. Hello, mate. Jase, it's uh, it's a changing field each week, isn't it? One week's good, the next week's not so good, and then you have a good one. No, no, I wouldn't say that. I'd say one week's good, then there's eight bad. Uh, but oh, mate, that's not true. You you an, now you're making it up. <laughs> you had an outstanding weekend, uh, didn't you? But also, there was a big, big night Friday night as well. Yeah, down at the uh, the Valley in Melbourne, we saw the uh, the running of the Group One there, the Manicato Stakes, and uh, another victory for Queensland. It's been a it's been a massive spring for Queensland horses with the Jonker winning the Group One there for Tony Gollan and Daniel Moore, who's having a great spring himself. So. Yeah, Jonker went to the front, took a little bit of pushing to get there, but once he got there, he settled beautifully and he was able to hold them off very, very late. So good performance from Jonker. Just another another winner to come out of Queensland's uh, Winter Carnival. So it just gets better and better, doesn't it? Sure does. Uh, what about this week, mate? What are we expecting? Well, we've got uh, racing, of course, at Ipswich tomorrow. We go to Rockhampton Thursday, Kilcoy Friday. Backwards uh, now, four meetings on Saturday, four Four uh, tab meetings on Saturday, and they are the main one, of course, at Eagle Farm, Aquas Gold Coast, and Aquas Bow Desert. And we've also got a meeting, of course, at Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. Uh, the Yapoon Cup is being run uh, Saturday afternoon. That's a lovely part of the world. Too, do you know where? Do you know where Yapoon is? Yes, it's North Queensland. No, it's next to your it's fork. Near the. Uh, Yes, I was going to say there's, there's there's a tag here, but I'm not going to fall for it. Stick with but, me, buddy. Uh, it's did. next to your knife. <laughs> Yipun. All right, yeah, continue. Great part of the world, Yipun. It is, it is. Uh, Cairns on Sunday afternoon. Now, no meeting at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday because they have three meetings next week. Of course, we have Melbourne Cup Day Tuesday. I think there's something like, and I better count this uh, again, but 30-odd meetings in Queensland on Melbourne Cup Day. Not bad for Jeez. a non-public holiday, is it? Yeah, pretty good. All right, mate, it's going to be a big week. Any tips for tomorrow? Doombin tomorrow, are we? Uh, not as, no, we're racing at Ipswich tomorrow. Ah. Look, there do look to be a couple of good things there, but I'm just waiting to see. Looking at the uh, radar, there's a heap of storms around, so not knowing what the track condition's going to end up like and if they even run, I'll just uh, 
I'll keep the powder dry at this stage. All right, mate. You uh, you make sure you stay out of the hail. Apparently, lots of hail around up your way uh, uh, this afternoon and tonight. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the sunny state. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. We'll chat tomorrow. Look forward to it. Thanks, Jase. 0457 736 736. Our text number here on Sports Day. Lots coming through about all different things tonight, Sat. Some match. Yeah, there is uh, the worst language because the sexiest language was voted the Scottish. Scottish. And you're uh, saying hey. the worst is the Kiwi accent. Oh, mate. I disagree. South African. South African's up there. Mm. Um, I love the Russian. That's sexy. See, when, the way not, you, not in a Putin no, way. No, the way you say no, it is it's, creepy. It's creepy. The way yeah. you, you say If you just said, oh, the, the Russian the Russian language is sexy. Well, I thought I had to sell Russian language a bit better. But the way you say it is really yeah, creepy. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Uh, also, favourite Dragons players. And uh, we've got one here. Uh, Scotty Goulet, Eastwood Rugby, New South Wales uh-huh. Rugby, Australian Rugby, then St. George Australian League player as well. His yes. father, Robin Goulet, played many a game in the New South Wales Rugby League as well, didn't he, Badge? You did. He sure mm. did. And uh, Scotty, fine player. Played for Australia. Papua New Guinea Tour, 1991. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, great guy. Ben Huxley and Griffith says, if you in the AFL, you're drafted. We talked about the draft may being introduced in the NRL, junior draft. In the AFL, you're drafted to a club when you're 18 or 19. That means it makes a local club stronger, especially out in the bush, because they've got to stay there. They've got to stay there and play in their mm. local comps. Mm. So it makes them mm-hmm. strong. Good point, True. Benny. Mm. Yes. Any more? Yeah, there's a lots more um, in relation to the uh, in relation to the uh, the draft as well. You'd have to have a father and son or uncle rule too. That's from Hillstorm, which, which, which is in the, is in AFL. the AFL as well. Yeah, yeah. righty yeah. Uncle rule, <coughs> uncle rule, uncle draft, first uncle. All righty, uh, keep your texts coming through. Oh four five seven seven three six. Particularly, what's on your bucket list? Which venue do you want to go watch a sporting event? This is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Niro electric SUV range. It has landed. Back shortly. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.